to Again Again, the podcast where we ask ourselves and our guests if when you die you could visit any event throughout history and see how it really happened, what would you see first and why? I'm one of your hosts, Amanda. With me is your other host, and our super producer, Tyler. Woo! Thank y'all for joining us this week. Hope you're coming off of a great Labor Day weekend. Today, we are uh, talking about falls. Not the season, the action. Have you fallen? Probably. Did you get up? Probably, if you're listening to this. Not the environmental wonder. (laughs) Someone's listening right now, and they're still, like, laying on the ground. They're like, I fell four years ago. (laughs) If only I had a life alert. I'll get to you. Yeah, we're doing falls, falling down. Everybody has a good fall story. Everybody loves to hear a good fall story. Everybody likes to see a good fall, as long as everybody's okay. If if you witness a fall, as long as it's not someone you know, it's a great moment. You're telling people. It's a great sight. It's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the qualifier is if they're not seriously injured. Yes. Um, a uh, comedian I listened to did this bit on like his first comedy album and says if someone falls and they're and they don't get up that's bad. If someone falls and gets up, like it's very funny. Um, <laughs> but you you said people you don't know. It's even funnier if it's someone you do know because then you can make fun of them about it in perpetuity because they're in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean. I'm just remembering all these falls now, where I I was the the faller. I- I feel like the only people in my life I see fall are like old old people, so it's a little more scary. But but today we're gonna pick some of our most memorable falls. Our most memorable falls, yes, that we all survived. We hope it reminds you of yours, and maybe you want to send some in. Maybe you want to write a review or a rating and, and talk about your favorite fall. Um, yeah, today that's what we're gonna focus on. Yes. So, Amanda. Why don't you tell us about your again again fall? All right, so my uh, falling memory is something that my family will not let me forget to this day. When I moved into my current apartment that's on the second story, that was the first thing my parents said, and my mom still says it, I think, anytime <laughs> that I see her, like that she picks me up from my apartment, she brings it up. Um, I took a tumble down some stairs when I was in sixth grade. What? So let me give you all the lead up. Sixth grade, my worst subject was spelling. I know you're like, that's so stupid to have as a worst subject. I know. That was my worst subject. I was a good kid. I was good in school. Couldn't spell. That's just, that's just how it was. And you went, you went on to become an English major. I know, but you know what? Spell check exists for a reason. I just imagine you spelling like banana as chicken in like fifth grade. You're like, yeah, I don't know how to spell. Sorry, the education system failed me. I can't spell, mom. Like you can spell a little. I was one of those kids who like would forget which direction was a D and which was a B. You know, so I would like flip flop a D and a B when a I was D-beer. spelling. A D beer. A D beer. A D beer. I don't know. <laughs> but so yeah, I wasn't very good at spelling. So each year the school had a spelling bee. A spelling bee. Where they made you fall over if you didn't win. <laughs> yes, if you didn't win, they chucked the baseball at you and you fell over. No. So. 
it was like a fourth, fifth, and sixth grade spelling bee. And each class would do an internal spelling bee and discover a winner, an ultimate speller. And that person would go on to do the school-wide spelling bee and live in infamy, right? So my sixth grade class, we did the internal spelling bee. And by some miracle among miracles, I won. I won. You didn't prepare? I didn't prepare. I didn't know we were doing it. It, it was like it was it was like a cartoon where like the person before me would get like anaphylactic shock or something and I would get like flour. It, it just it was by a series of events I won. Please spell red. <laughs> Please spell collusion. <laughs> Good job, Amanda. Next student, your word is interdisciplinary. <laughs> That teacher really liked me, so I wonder if there was any, like, planning behind that. Mr. Rogers? No, his name was Mr. Edwards. I got the President's Award in sixth grade. What? No, his name wasn't Mr. Edwards. His name was Mr. Zimmerman? Does, I mean, it really doesn't matter. Anyways, so I won the spelling bee. And when you won the spelling bee, each class's designee was given this huge packet of words that could be in the spelling bee so that you could study. Whoa. And I remember studying that thing so hard. Any Anytime we were in the car, I would have it open studying. I was really focused because I was so excited that I had actually, you know, become a competitor in the spelling bee. I was super excited. I don't know if anyone out there watched The Proud Family. There's that one episode where the main character is going to be in the spelling bee. I watched that episode like 12 times as if that was going to help prepare me. Proud family, <laughs> they'll make you see the world you want to be. Proud family, proud family, the proud, proud family with Tyler Pratt. Hey, I didn't know you did uh, TV show theme songs. I'm trying so hard to think of one. I can't remember. That's me too. Okay, so I've studied really hard. I'm very excited. My mom took me to Mervyn's and I got a brand new outfit. Oh my god, the story you may not know if you're not at least as old as us. But trust us, it was the shit. I remember I got a jean skirt. I got a pale blue peasant top. Oh shit, a peasant top. And the piste de resistance. I got some brown leather clogs. And when I tell you that I was so fucking excited for these clogs, I was so fucking excited for these clogs. Yeah. They were, were you trying so to cool. intimidate were you trying to intimidate the competition with these clogs? Yes, I wanted to be like, is this bitch from Holland? I don't know, but she's here. Next up, Amanda. I loved these cloths. Real quick, for the uninformed like me, what is a peasant top? Um, A peasant top is kind of, it was like really in vogue in like the 60s, but it's had a few waves since then. It's one of those that has the big like bell sleeves that bubble out and then come together at your... um, Wrist. That's called a peasant top. Yes. Who? <laughs> so, the day of the spelling bee comes. I believe it is a Friday. I've studied my packet like no one else. I've got my cute brand new outfit on. I'm ready. 
I'm here. I'm ready to claim my moment. I'm ready to change my destiny. We're walking to school. There's a little hill we go down that has like four steps to get onto campus. And I hit like a piece of gravel in my clog that's got no back heel support. And I go flying. What? I go flying. Like you go flying up the stairs? Down. I go flying down. You said there's four stairs to get into school. I'm going down the stairs. You're leaving school? <laughs> we part. It was one of those where like the school was sunken, so you park on a hill and then you walk down to campus. Oh, the four steps are into school downward. Yes, into school downward. <laughs> you go to school <laughs> for some reason in a coliseum? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> So I go flying, and I think most people have had this experience before they get really hurt where it's like time freezes, and you know what's coming, and you have a moment to go like, oh shit, this is going to hurt. So you're frozen in the air, there's four (laughs) steps beneath you, and you're falling. I'm falling. Uh, Are there any clogs in the air? (laughs) I don't know where the clogs are at this point. The peasant top? The peasant top is still on. It's going way peasant though. (laughs) So I tumble. And it hurt really bad. It hurt so bad. So my mom's with me. She immediately takes me uh, to the nurse's office. And I lay down and they give me all kinds of ice. My brand new outfit is all scuffed. My my clogs are scuffed. They give me all kinds of ice. My baby blue peasant top has got like black top dirt all over it. Oh, no. My knees are all scratched. My hair is like, Ugh. I'm a mess. And I'm a, I'm a little, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, was I concussed? I might have been concussed. What parts did you hurt the worst? Like, I just, I full somersaulted. Oh, like, I was banged up everywhere. Yikes. And I think I was concussed. And I was <laughs> laying. Another story. I was laying on the, on the nurse's table with ice, and my mom was freaking out. You're concussed. And then it was like, okay, well, the spelling bee starts in like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Game time. <laughs> that reminds so, me of, that reminds me of like concussion protocol in the NFL. <laughs> like, like if a player goes out for concussion protocol, like it's basically non-existent. The trainer's like, you're good, right? You can go back in and play, right? I imagine oh. your nurse doing that to you. Like, hey, the spelling bee's coming up. You're good to you're go, good, right? Right. <laughs> like Wait. I can't, I can't remember what day it is. Yeah, it's fine. You can smell out onomatopoeia though. Get the fuck out on that stage. Who's president? Grover Cleveland. <laughs> what year is it? And and my mom was stressed out. She was she she was like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. That was a hard fall. Like she was freaking out. But you know, I had to be. I had to do this by me. I had studied so hard. I had to do it. And so I walk into the multi-purpose room. I take my chair. Every other student is like beaming, so excited, so proud to be there. And I'm like, I just woke up from a coma practically. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Can you tell you've been in, in a kerfuffle? Yes. If, if, I mean, here's, in my mind, yes. I guess I would like to see how I looked up there compared to everyone else. There's a lot of kerfuffle clues. Because I feel like I, if people not knowing what had happened had seen me up there and been like, what the fuck is up with this chick? Did you just come 
Back from the woods? <laughs> yeah. Were you abducted she, by wolves? Like, she, what happened? She takes training for the spelling bee. Really seriously. <laughs> I, I trained so hard I had a mental breakdown. <laughs> and so, of course, like my first word, following, please spell. The word is following. And I stand up. I walk to the microphone like, what's happening? Following. F. O. L. O. W. I. N. G. Following. And I hear the little, eh, the little, like, you got it wrong buzzer. And I literally am just like, okay. <laughs> and I go sit back down. And then I just had to sit through the next hour and a half of this fucking spelling bee. What? They didn't let that's you go the, back to class? No, I had to sit and wait till it was over. That's the funniest part about spelling bees, is if you lose, you have to fucking watch people You keep have to competing. just sit there in it and be like, there's two L's in following, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> How did nobody, like, uh, like, ask you, like, excuse me, there's a child who looks like they got hit by a car and then rolled and then rolled into the spelling bee. Honestly, it was probably, because I had studied so hard, I'm sure if anyone was like, she needs to go home, I probably was like, no, but the spelling bee. So it and was, everyone listened to a 10-year-old child. Well, but, you know, it was a bi- I was so excited. It was such a big deal to me to be in the spelling and bee. And after the concussion, I mean, you were even more passionate. <laughs> Amanda, you have to go home. No, but the spelling bee. I swear. <laughs> I study all night. <laughs> But yeah, and now anytime I'm walking downstairs and my mom sees, she's like, she's like, hold on to the rail. Remember that one time you were just like, mommy, 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 mommy. That's <laughs> that's how she describes oh the incident. Oh my god! I'm sorry, you were a British child. <laughs> mommy, mommy. <laughs> You're like Harry Potter and mommy, 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 mommy. So, I mean. I'll never forget it. Every time I'm walking downstairs and my mother's around, it's hold on to the rail. Hold on to the handrail. Just don't wear clogs. <laughs> I still love clogs. If I had those clogs to this day, I would still wear them. You would go You'd be yourself. dead. Yeah, I mean, I probably would be dead. For the love of the clog, it would kill you. For the you. love of the clog. <laughs> you should have worn them on your, uh, on your wedding day. <laughs> Some good old clogs. Wow. I... I can't believe so many things. <laughs> I, I think I think again, like we've seen in other episodes, the adults around this situation were completely irresponsible. <laughs> like someone should have stepped in and been like, "No, you're not doing this. You're gonna lay down, put ice in your head, or you're going home." Like I just I don't know if it was a '90s thing or what, where adults were like, "Eh." fuck these kids it doesn't matter well like i said my mom was very freaked out and she even like if you bring it up today you can see on her face she like remembers it and freaks out again are you are you giving bellister and i talking points for the next time we have a family get together <laughs> no <laughs> Man, I don't, yeah, I don't. plus i know she's gonna be listening to this so hi deb <laughs> mom you did nothing I wrong I mean, how many times can we say that? <laughs> how many times can we say, can we tell stories with that little, that little <laughs> caveat? And be like, how long does, does it, I feel like it gets less meaningful over time. <laughs> no worries, all good. I was just concussed in front of a whole auditorium and then I had to sit there for an hour and a half afterwards. That's fine. I it just have 1999. 
I can trace the origin of my CTE back to a spelling bee in 2002. Well, it's funny. It's funny. And how, because... how, how are you going down into a school? Tyler, is that a weird image for you, too? I don't... The, the, the idea of you, like, going down into a school... Yeah, I'm picturing like your school's in like Death Valley or something. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like or like the Grand Canyon when you can rent like a donkey to ride down. Like, the Grand yeah. Canyon. That's what I'm picturing. I'm like, how are you going down into a school? But uh, um, yeah, I can't believe they they let you just do it, and then after after seeing you, you know how when you do a concussion test, like they make you talk and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and like. You had a microphone, like it was, it, it was, you were even amplified. It was abundantly yeah. clear, like you, something's wrong with this kid, like head wise. Yeah, I think if, if, if we give the adults who are in charge of this the benefit of the doubt that, all right, like she says she's fine, she wants to compete, fine. The second you got up and like couldn't dictate words coherently, couldn't spell a second grade level <laughs> spelling bee word, they should have. Pulled you off the stage because, like, she might have cranial bleeding. <laughs> they're like, they're like, all right, following this student, we have Amanda Coates. And you're like, F O L L. They're like, no, no, no. Following this next student, Amanda F O L L W A G. You poor thing. Oh my God. Did you do the spelling bee the next year? That was sixth grade. That was the last year they was were it? a school spelling bee. That so was my you, one and only shot. You really went out. I wasted my shot. Man, you know what's crazy? We could, we know this spot. You could probably go back like the, the where these steps are. Yeah. Like oh, this way, I ate shit and concussed myself, and then, and then um, I don't remember much because because <laughs> I had to just naturally get myself out of the concussion. It would be funny if you go back and you watch like the current spelling bees and you can just like heckle the kids <laughs> just start yell- yelling at the judges if someone gets it wrong page 32 of the packet motherfucker sapphire that's bush league <laughs> i've always wanted to be that guy at like little league like just go although this sounds very creepy but go like i don't have a kid but just go to like Yell at the yell at the players like it's a professional sporting event. <laughs> you could do you could do that as a spelling bee. <laughs> Try harder. Yeah, man, I do spelling bees too. I got I, I never won the school one, but uh, yeah, I can't believe I can't believe it's a it's such a like a incredible memory. There's just so much that day. It was a big fall, mm-hmm. but it was on such a big day, and you. I'd studied so hard on your packet and you were so ready. I'd be interested to see how close your outfit is to what you remember. I mean, uh-huh. I trust that's 100%, but it'd be funny when we go back here, like, those aren't clogs. <laughs> You're wearing Converse. Like, <laughs> no, they were for sure yeah, clogs. Yeah, for sure clogs. But, uh, oh my God, I can't. Also, to, to that point in your life, that was probably like the one of the biggest things you had done as like a sixth grader. So I just imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, second to playing the sunflower in the Earth Day play. I mean, that was my big moment. Wow. That's a big credit. <laughs> so, like, at that moment, it was, like, one of the biggest things in your life. So, I'm just, like, and this was tragedy that struck this yes. day. So, I'm wondering, like, if you extrapolate that later in life to the other biggest things that happened afterwards, if the same thing had happened, like... On your wedding day, if you were wearing clogs and just ate shit walking down the aisle. Oh my god, that would <laughs> be like, awful. You get like a promotion or something and you, you know, 
go into your new office and you just face plant right onto your desk and then you're unconscious for four hours. <laughs> the only other like memorable fall I have, and it wasn't anything important, but it was it was like on a lunch break at work and I had gone to I wanted to get pick up lunch from this one area and it was really crowded. Wanna pick up lunch, huh? Yeah. On a lunch break. <laughs> on a lunch break. Damn. And it was, uh, I had to park a little far away from where I was going because it was really crowded. And I fell in the middle of the crosswalk with like, (laughs) at a four-way stop with cars on all sides and people just watching me eat it. Wow. And no one helped? No, of course not. That's kind of hilarious. Why would anyone help? That's a, it's a psychological thing. I I don't remember what it's called. Um, It might be the bystander effect. But we learned about this in psychology. If there's a bunch of people around, they're just going to assume someone else is going to help. Right. And then so no one ends up helping. Right. Um, or everyone's selfish. And I, just I like believe that is the you. bystander effect. Yeah. I remember when I did CPR training, they were like, that's why you have to tell someone to call 911. You have to tell, like, you call 911. Because no one will do it. otherwise no one will do it. Really? You call 911. I got it. I got it. I said you. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they they did a bit about that in in Family Guy on an old episode. Um, uh, Peter takes Stewie to a baseball game, but he leaves Stewie in the car, and it's like ninety five degrees outside. <laughs> and these people walk by the car, and they see this baby just kind of dying in this car. And they're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna miss the game!" And just walk away. Oh so I imagine god. I imagine that's what people thought when they saw you eat it in the street. They're like, "Oh man, we should help her," but I mean, I I got she's go all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I got stuff to do. <laughs> But then you, the worst part is coming back from your lunch break with my oh, like gosh. juice it up, and I'm just like, hey guys, and again like my hair is like, <laughs> I've got like dirt all over my dress, you know. Your word is following. <laughs> God this is my damn worst it! Nightmare. No. <laughs> all right, that's enough trauma. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, why don't you share your falling story? <laughs> why don't you start talking about trauma? <laughs> um. I was fortunate enough when I was growing up, um, I had some neighborhood kids that uh, were around my age, and so we became pretty good friends, and we would do stuff. We would um, have water balloon fights in the street. We'd play wiffle ball. We'd go to the park play football. It was great. Um, It was really fortunate that I had um, a bunch of those kids around, so Tim, my brother, and I could kind of do that. Um, In one of the areas by our house was there was this all of this land that had been um like unincorporated like there was just nothing there it was just a bunch of like dirt Mm -hmm. um and if you go if you go there now it's since been built into housing and a home and a home depot Um, (laughs) well whatever one means (laughs) yeah well it was so weird growing up like when they built that home depot i'm like i can't there's a home depot in walking distance to my house (laughs) it felt really weird um which my dad loves it now because he's now into woodworking and so he can just fucking go to Home Depot. It takes him three minutes um, <laughs> and buy all the lumber he needs. But before housing and before Home Depot, uh, it was just uh, stretches of dirt. And in that dirt, there were a bunch of little mounds and hills that were basically like uh, like jumps, like dirt bike jumps. And was... did. Were they naturally there and that's what people used them for? Or did someone, like, make them? I know. They looked naturally occurring. I don't know if someone 
at some point, like kind of structured them. But from the time I started going there, like they were always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool because it was there's this hill by my parents' house that would go uh, down towards this park and over by this church at the bottom of the hill. And that's where um, there were some jumps, but there was also this big dirt half pipe that was really, really cool. (laughs) Um, So as a kid, like growing up, like that's one of the coolest things because you could go ride these jumps. um, You can just go ride your bike on them. You can go up these half pipe and like it it was felt like dangerous, but it was also kind of fun. Um, And I was never I was never the most athletic kid, but I had fun with it. Um, But as I started um, learning how to ride a bike, um, I still was using training wheels and <laughs> at some point we were all going over to the jumps and I was like, Ooh, I, I'll go and I'll use my bike with my training wheels. Um, How old are you? which, Oh, I want to say it was like maybe nine or 10. Um, a little old for training wheels. Probably. <laughs> I, I, maybe I, maybe I got concussed and can't remember my age. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I definitely, I might have been younger. I don't remember exactly. Because we moved here when I was five and a half or so. Um, so it was a few years after that. But anyway, um, so I had my bike with training wheels. And I wanted to go on these jumps. And I like I was with the other kids. And I think uh, one of their dads was there. Because he was, um, we always referred to him as Raymundo. Um, cause if anyone's seen rocket power, he basically reminded us of Raymundo <laughs> from rocket power. Um, and so he, he was down there with his bike and he like went down there with us. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and even to, uh, as I got older, I still got kind of like a little nervous, um, on some of the bigger jumps. Um, Raymundo built, uh, like a half pipe in his backyard, um, which Whoa. was really fun. And we would go in there with like skateboards and stuff. And I, I was always scared to like drop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we went to the dirt bike jumps. You're dropping into a half pipe on a skateboard while you were using training wheels on your no, bicycle. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm mixing timelines. Like okay. I'm not being chronologically uh, salient in this description. Later when we got a little older, um, this is when Raymundo built the half pipe in his backyard um, he also had a basketball hoop back there, which was pretty cool. And it was, I, if I remember correctly, it was lower than like a like a standard <laughs> oh, NBA yeah. basketball hoop. Basketball hoop. So it was really fun to be able to like almost dunk on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he built like a half pipe. My dad at one point built a little ramp we had out in the street that we could just kind of like jump off of. Um, mm-hmm. So we had all of these different things. Um, but early on, one of my earliest memories of this kind of like active sports, like playing outside was these dirt bike jumps. And at the start of the like dirt, I guess, patches and and jumps, there was a small hill. And it, again, it, it wasn't very large. Um, it, there was a small hill and then it, you kind of went down and then there was like the first jump. And then there was like a series of jumps that kind of came after it. And we're all down there. Um, and we're like getting excited. We're like, we're going to go. And, I, and I'm very nervous um, cause even like when I got older and we had like the half pipe that we would go on, like I was really nervous to like drop into the half pipe, like, and it wasn't like it was a very big half pipe. I just, I got, I, it was just something I was, I, yeah, I was scared to do it, especially on rollerblades. Like, I don't know why that freaked me out more than anything, but the rollerblades kind of freaked me it's out. It's so scary. It's, it's a thing. It, 
you, there's nothing else like it. You can't like, oh, let me warm up to like a half pipe drop in or whatever. It's like there's only the only way to warm up to it is to do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So before we go over to this <laughs> these dirt jumps, um, I have to inform you that I had lunch before this. Oh god. And lunch that day was macaroni and cheese. <laughs> macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't the regular mac and cheese. It was it was still like the blue box mac and cheese, but it was like I, I want to say it was SpongeBob. The shapes. Like the shapes. Oh, yeah. Which I I don't I don't have any science to back this up, but I in my heart know that the shapes taste better than the regular ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do have more holes to chat catch the cheese. And the butter. So Yeah, the the half stick of butter that you use when you make a box of that. So I am also, and I've mentioned on this podcast a few times, as a kid, I was a little fat ass. So I ate a lot of mac and cheese. And I didn't fully chew all of my mac and cheese. Oh, my God. I basically inhaled a box of mac and cheese before going to these jumps. SpongeBob and Patrick's had Gary and, yeah, all of them. Um, so we go down there, and I'm I'm nervous. I'm, like, I'm freaking out. And I'm seeing other kids do it, and, like, and I think Raimundo even does it at one point. Um And so I'm seeing people, like, do this, and it, it doesn't look that bad. But, like, I'm just very, like, nervous I'm hyping, I'm like stressing myself out. I have this like pit in like my stomach. Mm-hmm. And again, I have training wheels on my bike, which again, you really shouldn't use on dirt. <laughs> so I finally, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm like sitting at the top and, and everyone's being really supportive. They're like, you know, encouraging me to go down, which in hindsight, maybe they shouldn't have. Tyler, Tyler. I remember one time um, <laughs> uh, it was unrelated to this, but Raimundo at one point, like we had gone on like a bike ride and like I was feeling like really like upset. Um, I think because like, I think because of my weight um, and he was talking to me. And at one point he was like, he's like, Tyler, you're fat. Like <laughs> It's just like straight up. Um, and then I remember I went home that night um, and my mom was like, I, th- I think they were making steak or something for dinner. And I was like, oh, I, I, I want mine well done. Like, I it's I don't want very much. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, what do you mean? Like, this is not like you. And then I was like, oh, I was talking to Raimundo and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But she's like, well, what did he say to you? Like, what did you all talk about? And, and I didn't want to get him in trouble or I didn't want to like anything. So I was like being real cagey about it mm-hmm. so my mom called him and was like what did you tell my son <laughs> and i don't think she was mad um because i i mean yeah i don't think she was like mad or anything but i was like well he called me fat i don't want to give him trouble because like it's kind of <laughs> true but <laughs> he's also an adult i don't know if you're supposed to say that <laughs> wait was there anything did anything come after that that after he said tyler you are fat or was I, it like you're fat but yeah, no, I, it was, it was like, he was trying to encourage me to like play outside and like be active and try and He like, thought he know. was being really motivational. Yeah. And, and I, in his defense, don't remember anything else about that conversation. So it could have been a great <laughs> TED talk 
but the only moment I remember was him saying, you're fat. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, so I'm at the top of this hill, ready to go down on my training wheels with a belly full of mac and cheese. And Raymundo's voice echoing, fat, fat, Yeah. So we're, so I start to go down and like, I feel that like exhilarating kind of rush when you start to go to, like when you do something that you've been scared to do and you're oh, just yeah. like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Started going down and I feel good for about two seconds. Um, and then, uh, the bike and the training wheels, uh, start to not cooperate. Bike starts to wobble. I fall over. Um, Ooh. and I, I don't think I was really physically harmed very much. Um, I got up and I think I was okay, but I think just the nerves, the the adrenaline, uh, didn't mix very well with the food that was in my stomach, um, and it all came out like oh. just on the side of the on the side of the jumps, just SpongeBob and all his friends just oh. out. Oh my um, god! And it was it was bad. Like <laughs> I I felt terrible. I felt embarrassed. I went home. Um, I don't know if I went back out and played later that day, but. I remember doing that and like all my friends are out there and people have been going on this jump like very easily. No one else has had issues Mm -hmm. and I go down, I like feel the bike swaying under me, fall over and then vomit. And it was just a a wonderfully chaotic experience. Oh my gosh. So I, I don't regret it. I mean, and then eventually like once I got my training wheels off, like I eventually like go on the jumps, it was fine and it was great. But in that moment, it was something where I think like peer pressure got to me because mm-hmm. saw everyone doing it. I wanted to be included. I wanted to be part of it. Um, I, I wasn't ready to do that, but I felt like, no, I can and I should. And and then I fell and threw up. So um, if you have kids listening to this one, your parents are terrible that you shouldn't be listening to this. This is not a kid friendly podcast, <laughs> but uh, second is don't let people pressure you into things. Do things when you're ready and when you're physically and mentally prepared and things will be better and yes. you won't throw up SpongeBob macaroni. There is no harm in saying I'm not ready for that. So to, although to, if I were to go back, I would probably, <laughs> I probably want to go back and watch kind of like from like an out of body experience, um, which I feel like is most of the, things I've said on this podcast is I just want to watch <laughs> myself go through this trauma mm-hmm. and I, I think that would be fun to watch because eventually I was fine and it, it wasn't that big of a deal but I would want to watch like mainly the bike and be like when does the bike start to give out Yeah, because um, to me it felt pretty much immediately um, so I, I just want to see like <laughs> like what happened mechanically that made me fall over because <laughs> I like I could ride fine I mean I had training wheels so it's not that hard but it's not like I had issues actually riding my bike. But when you put it on a dirt road, it's a little different than paved asphalt. Yeah. Oh, man. The the whole being pressured by a group of kids into doing something you're not ready for. And then, like, also being, like, a fat kid and, like, not being able to do other things. I relate to it so much. And, like, ah, that's rough. That's the, rough. The throw up is just, like, a kick him when he's down add yeah. on that... <laughs> Man. Make sure he doesn't forget this memory. Yeah. Stamp it with something. 
Throw up. But it, yeah, and it was the worst because, like I said before, like I basically just inhaled the food, so it just came, it just came out as like Someone's SpongeBob. Like, Is that SpongeBob? Yeah, like, they're waiting for me. Glug, 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 glug. Oh Holy man. Molly. Yeah, we did a we did a lot of stuff growing up like that. Um, there was one day when it was like pouring rain, and we went to the we went to the park and we played football came back just covered in mud and so it was it was always a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um with that group of kids but that moment in particular um again because like all all of those kids that i played with they were all with maybe the exception of one of them were all like more athletic than i was um they played like more sports um they were all like super skinny like they were just like sticks um they were super fast and so i always kind of felt like i was playing a little bit of catch up with them Mm -hmm. to begin with but I think that was probably part of it too because I was like no I can do this I can be like these kids and then I threw up instead (laughs) what uh do you know if you had to like estimate what age were you when that like group of kids kind of dissolved or like stopped hanging out together um it was probably when we started going off to college um uh so one of them they they were older than than us so there were two brothers um one of them there's always two brothers (laughs) one of them was older went away before we did uh the other um we would still hang out like into like middle school and high school but i think we had like different friend groups um we didn't hang out a lot in high school because we we were just in different social circles and then the one um there was another kid who he moved in um a little later after like the three of us kind of connected um i feel bad for his family because his life has just gone in a just a downward spiral like i think um he's he's he was in court i think for like like i think he he was drunk driving and like he got in an accident and like killed two people oh so um yeah that was i I feel bad for for his family on that Mm -hmm. um everybody Everybody in the situation, yeah. Yeah. It was it was bad. And I mean that happened long after we lost contact. Um but I remember like hanging out as a kid and like he was always kind of like kind of like a like a punk kid, but like it was I, I never really like had any problems with him. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm bet if I went back and kind of observed like as an adult, I'd be like, Oh yeah, here's some red flags. This kid's gonna be problems. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Moral of the story: Don't ride a bike on a full stomach. <laughs> well, that that one kid that I was just talking about. Um, at some point, um, we were riding bikes around our cul-de-sac, and him and one of his friends, um, they uh, we we were playing like bike tag or something, and one of our neighbors in the cul-de-sac they have a tree in their front yard that's like spiky, like it has spikes protruding out of the trunk of the tree, which is really weird. Oh. Um. At some point, like, the two of them kind of, like, sandwiched me, um, and then, like, and all three of us are on our bikes. They kind of, like, sandwiched me, and then, like, we, like, run me into this tree. Oh, gosh. Um, So that's probably one of those red flags that I was talking about about (laughs) this kid. Um, But overall, it was was a positive experience. I think it was fun hanging out with the kids, and, like, our parents were, like, really involved in stuff. Like, um, like I said, Raymundo built stuff, like the half pipe. My dad built like a jump in the front yard. Um, 
my dad helped me build like a, a catapult for one of my school projects that we would just shoot stuff out in the front yard. So um, he would sit on a like a, a cooler and help me practice pitching um, and he would catch for me. So it was it was a really it was a fun experience. And I can look back on my training wheel vomit uh, with a little bit of amusement because overall everything else was fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. But I was still fat, so. That was a great story. All right, Val, you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hear it. So my, my ending and falling is different than yours because this one's not about me. But it's a, it's a famous fall in my life. And I think a lot of people in our generation, because it's a big, famous video. So it's like middle school, probably like... 8th grade or maybe ninth grade and every time we would go over to my grandpa's house we would use uh, uh, my uncle's computer because they had internet fast enough for YouTube this is like 2004 2005 and we didn't have internet fast enough for YouTube at our house it was we had uh, AOL dial up and it just didn't work YouTube and <laughs> it sounds so crazy to say like we loved going over to my grandpa's house because he had internet fast enough for, for YouTube. YouTube. But the year is 2004, 2005. And trust me, that was like a big thing. Like <laughs> YouTube was big. Like it, like uh, <laughs> I remember we would watch like soccer videos. We just watched like oh the like uh, Ronaldinho's best skills from last season, or, like <laughs> best goals ever. And you just watch like oh skateboarding tricks and mm-hmm. like YouTube. I like my search like the things you would search for as a as a kid would. You know, but now you search for, like, content that you know, but, like, back then it was just, like, oh, fun videos or, like, stuff like that. It was just, like, because right. everything you typed in, like, they had, like, any, any videos. So, so, um, so we would watch YouTube at my grandpa's house, and we came across this video. And this is a video about a fall, and if you, you're our age, you probably know this video. Uh, if you know it, all I have to say is two words, which is Yahweh. And if you know the video, you know the fucking video. But... Oh my god. So we're at my grandpa's house and me and my brothers are just, you know, uh, watching skateboard videos and funny videos and uh, soccer videos and we come across this fucking video and it's in Mexico. The video is infamous now. It's in Mexico and there's three kids. So you see two kids on screen, like a chubbier kid and a thinner kid and then somebody who's recording them and they're crossing. uh, It's not, it's not very big, but they're crossing like a little creek basically it's elevated so it's like a it's it's a like where they're standing it's elevated and then there's a like a knocked over trunk tree trunk that you cross over to get over this little stream which is probably like waist high and then you get to the other side so the the first friend the thin kid goes he walks he walks past and he's and so the cameraman obviously did too they're both on the other side now they're waiting for like the chubby kid to cross over and um, when the chubby kid's like halfway across, <laughs> the thin friend grabs the trunk. It's like you know, not a big trunk, not a heavy trunk, just enough to get you over this little this little uh, uh, gap in the in the in the ground. And he starts like you know jiggling in, like messing with his friend. And his friend's just going like Yahweh, which in, it translates to like stop, dude, like <laughs> please, dude. He's just going like stop, dude, come on, man, please, please, you asshole, da da da. And his friends just messing with him, like, mostly kids just messing around, messing around, messing around, you know? 
And then his friend like goes kind of kind of goes like ah, all right all right and he lets go of the trunk but he doesn't like he doesn't like drop it like gently on the ground he just kind of drops it from a few feet so the trunk kind of reverberates you know it jiggles and the dude like the the kid just kind of like the sound will never leave my brain of of him falling like hitting the trunk and then splashing it's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then he just comes out of the water like you asshole the guy's like dad I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry but this video. Which I I'm, I was gonna say I'm not doing justice about how funny it is. You can't do justice with how funny this video is. It's so hilarious. You gotta watch it. Just type in like Yahweh, uh, fall oh. or something like that, and and uh, and we laughed at this video for like an hour. And to be honest, we're still laughing. We're still talking <laughs> about it. Something about this video captures I don't know what it is. And everyone like everyone uh, that watches it. And watched it for the first time, like in the wild, like that. You know, back back in the day, right. knows this video and knows that kind of <laughs> that, that the the kind of reaction that it, it evokes because it's so funny. Like like you see a lot of memes like I'm this old and it's just mm-hmm. an image mm-hmm. of like a, 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 a meme that we would know. The or dramatic some, squirrel. The dramatic squirrel. Um, you know that one tickles me to this day. <laughs> yeah. So like the, uh, uh, a screenshot from this video is definitely a meme like I'm this old like right. this video and I just I just relate so much because kids pranking each other messing around but also like I was a chubby kid and this kid's chubby so I know that crossing over the trunk already is a little, little <laughs> nerve wracking a little nerve wracking like crossing over the trunk and and like just not wanting to get wet and I wanted to get hurt and then like not only does both happen to you but now you're on film <laughs> and then they put you on the internet and it's yeah. the biggest thing it was the biggest video like it was it was so fucking popular like do you know do either of you know the video I'm talking about I know but I think you showed it to me originally I, showed it to I you? think I saw it through you so I've never I've never seen it but I a quick YouTube search has has uh, yielded this result so it's only 42 seconds so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play it real quick since I've never seen this so I can kind of react as to what you all are play talking it, about so, alright so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna kind of describe what's going on so yeah the the skinny kids on the thing okay the video starts he's like in the middle of it and now the the bigger kids like he's very nervous yes he's got an 83 on his shirt I don't know what that means <laughs> He doesn't want to do it. His head's like defeated. Oh. <laughs> All right. Little asshole kid started picking up one of the trunks. <laughs> he just chucked the stick into the creek. <laughs> the, kid, the kid. He fell in between the two. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. he's so pissed. He's so pissed. So the video cuts off as he's defeated and walking out of the water. Yeah. I want to see what happens immediately afterwards because I have a feeling that he went over to his friend and beat the shit yeah. out of him. He should have threw him into the water. Yeah, Oh, definitely. my God. One of the comments on, on the video was like, why didn't he just throw the stick at his friend? Which, yeah, like he was like carrying like a little stick and he just kind of drops into the water. Like he should have thrown it at his friend who was messing with him. But yeah, he, oh, dropped, he, he, that, he dropped that stick into the water kind of like a kind of like a 
like that, dude, this isn't funny anymore. Like he should, uh-huh. he should have thrown it at his fuck. Oh head. yeah. It definitely gave off the vibe of like, okay, we were joking, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's gone too far. And you, I need you, you to also admit that it's gone too far. You've, you've elevated the situation to a level to which I was not expecting. And now it's we like, need to check it. It's like, it's like when you're, uh, like when you're like little kids and you're like tickling your, like your kid or your friend or whatever. Um, and you're like laughing so hard, but it's to the point where you can't breathe and you're like, stop, but they just keep going and you're like, I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> if you stop. And that's when kids kick you in the face. Yep. <laughs> oh, that, that was wonderful. Man, those, those original YouTube videos. Those original videos from back in the day when, when if you're old enough, you remember them because it was like, there was like 10 popular videos. Like the, yeah. the, 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 do you remember, do you guys remember that fucking video? Okay. So, so yeah, that was the fall video. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. You should, you should look it up. It's like Tyler. It's, it's just like, like Tyler looked it up. You'll be able to find it. If it, if it, if it, if it fulfills you, makes you laugh. Just imagine having watched it as a 12, 13 year old. Imagine <laughs> oh, yeah. when, when, when this is the, the height of your internet experience. Like you don't have YouTube at home because it takes 30 minutes to load a minute video. So it just imagine sitting there on a Friday night at your grandpa's house, no homework, no care in the world, just watching this <laughs> yeah. shit, laughing your ass off. So amazing. Look that up. But yes, these videos, like, do you guys remember that video? It was just, a, it was, I think it was like a teacher just doing like six dances for like the talent show. Or no, he was doing like the history of dance. The, the history of oh, dance. The evolution yeah. of dance. That was like the, the first video that I remember being like, yeah. 50 million people have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, those there, old videos. There was so many. The squ- the dramatic squirrel. That was, I get tickled yeah, that just by, thinking by the way, about it. By the way, two minutes ago when you brought that up, I I just went along with it. I don't know what that is. So it's Wait, a, really? It's like a five second video and it's a squirrel going like. A squirrel being dramatic? Isn't he on like a little jet ski? Right? <laughs> is it on a jet ski? I don't know. Or am I, so, I? I think I'm merging two videos. When you said when you said squirrel and iconic videos, you know what I thought of? What? Squirrels. I just thought of the the prairie dog going, Allen, 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 Allen. Did you all did you all ever go to badgerbadgerbadger.com? <laughs> so that no. was so it was another website that just had a really shitty like flash animation on it that looped forever, and the guy was like badger 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 badger. badger, 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 badger. <laughs> I remember at least doing that. And that was all it was? For, for oh, some... Watching. Here's Dramatic Squirrel. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was... Yeah, like for anyone listening that doesn't relate to... There was... The internet was very young and really all we had it for was like hooligan games. Like if you wanted to play like poker or chess against people online mm-hmm. and there was YouTube and like Neopets and stuff like that but the videos were such a big thing back well, then. and there there was such little content compared to what there is now yes. that things truly went viral in the sense that everyone would be talking about the same video the yeah. next day we're going to Chocolate Mountain Charlie remember that one no the, the unicorn Charlie yeah, yeah. Um, well, Charlie bit my finger. Oh yeah, Charlie bit my finger was, was a one. good one. Um, do y'all remember the Numa Numa guy? Yes. 
that was the first viral video that I remember seeing. Um, because YouTube, you can like monetize YouTube now, mm-hmm. whereas before, like there wasn't money in early YouTube. So no, it was more were... just people like being like showing off the fact that they knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god, yeah. There's, I, I, I feel like I had a very like weird niche internet experience in the early days of like videos on the internet because like I watched a lot of flash videos like on Newgrounds. Um, I saw some of the early YouTube stuff, um, but I also missed out on a lot of like the big YouTube stuff. Um, but then I found other random stuff that like me and like four people knew about um, <laughs> and I would show them off and I'll still watch them to this day. I'm like, these are hilarious. And everyone's like, I have no idea how you found this or what this <laughs> is supposed to be. Um, there was a couple videos by this, this group. It was called Imitation Milk. Um, and they did some Star Wars videos and they were the funniest things to me, but no one else I know oh I've ever met knows what I'm talking about. Well, I feel like back then it was like, if you were someone who had the technical know how to do that stuff, you would just have like a website yeah. with two stupid videos on it. I don't know if either of you ever heard of muffin films, but it was something that me and my friends were obsessed with. And it was just like this this person who knew how to animate and knew how to post stuff and she had a website called muffin films and it had like 10 youtube videos on it that all centered around muffins there was yeah there was and it was hilarious it was great <laughs> it was so funny severus snape dumbledore oh yes that yeah. was great uh, harry potter musical mm-hmm. was, yeah the the early days of of videos on the internet it it was just the wild west yes. online <laughs> yes um because no one knew like how to navigate anything no one knew no one knew the um the dangers of things like like now the internet is you have to really try or be really gullible to get like a virus on your computer at this point like, even <laughs> if you don't have antivirus like it's it, you, you have to really try whereas back then like you get viruses almost anywhere and i'm not just anywhere I'm not just talking about like like adult sites like like porn sites but you could get viruses from like anything like a recipe um, yeah or i mean the big one was like napster and limewire when yeah. everyone was downloading music um which is oddly enough that's how i discovered um that's how i discovered creed which was my gateway into <laughs> rock and metal music uh, my uncle came out um one year and he 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 liked that kind of stuff and he downloaded a bunch of music on my dad's computer and then i was just looking through it one day and i was like oh this like the name creed like i never heard it before i'm like that sounds like a cool name and then i listened to it and i got sucked in and i was like 12 or 13 and i was very melodramatic um and i was like oh cool and then that led me into basically everything i have now um it always comes back to creed always (laughs) but like i i definitely remember downloading songs and like locking up my computer um because anything could give you a virus on the internet in the early days of youtube yeah well <laughs> the best part about downloading songs like that is you know there would be like the little clip in the middle of the song where it'd be oh, like God. music on demand <laughs> but whenever you, if you got so you said that when you'd sing the song you'd like sing the music on demand <laughs> do y'all do y'all remember the commercials um where it was, it was like anti-piracy commercials um, and it'd be like, you wouldn't download a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I would. Yeah, in, in hindsight, not a great tagline for that campaign. Because, yeah, if I could download a car for free, yes, I, I would. would. You would have download an estate and a health plan for your family. You're like, yes, we would. You wouldn't download a 401k. And it's like, it's like... <laughs> A Jason Bourne like vague lookalike like yeah. action scene yeah. commercial. Yeah. yeah, those commercials look like fucking ransom notes. Like, <laughs> exactly. like it, it was less about internet piracy and more as like we're gonna kill your family. <laughs> yeah. Don't pirate or you die. <laughs> what, did you all ever have um did you all ever have your internet company or your internet provider send like a letter to your parents be like stop downloading shit? Oh yes. I don't like think I, so. I never had that happen, but I had people who like their ISP would send them a letter saying like you're illegally downloading things, you need to stop. But then I don't think anything ever happened. <laughs> like I think it was a, like an empty threat. But I, I heard about that. I heard uh at UCI, like for, Oh yeah. <laughs> the first, when I first heard about torrenting. Oh, torrenting's I, huge now. Yeah, I heard people like getting like one of my brother's friends got a, a thing in the mail at UCI and at the time you know being in college you're like uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I'm going to lose my student standing yeah <laughs> not to I mean bringing this full circle Proud Family had an episode where the main character whose name escapes me was downloading Ky- music Ky- Kyla, Pratt? Ky- Kyla Pratt but I like her actual character name I don't remember oh, man. was downloading music well her last name is Proud <laughs> so we gotta watch was downloading music on like a Napster type of service uh-huh. that was the episode and they portrayed the way they portrayed it like the story arc, it it was like she was doing crack cocaine. Oh like, my god! They, they, made they it put it in our heads that bad. Yes, they made it seem like she was doing the worst thing possible, and I was like, she downloaded like four songs. Calm down. Jeez. It was Penny Proud. Penny, Penny Proud. Proud. Well, that's because yeah, that's because that was before people knew what the internet could do, and everyone was like, we need to scare people, which never works. Like if you if you try to scare people into not doing something, they're just gonna do it. Yeah. Well. Well, so hopefully this scared you into not falling. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fall while you were listening to this, but if you did, you have to write us. <laughs> you have to write us, yes. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed hearing some of our falls and hearing some video recommendations. Yes, hopefully it takes you down a YouTube rabbit hole. Just look up Yahweh, look up Evolution of Dance. I'm going to watch the dramatic scroll probably six more times tonight. Look up Rolandino Best Tricks and Flicks of the 06 07 season. A classic, a modern classic. A modern classic with the techno music underneath. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you for listening to Again Again. We hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're having a good one. Bye. Bye.